Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of the NRL Supercoach Podcast, hosted by the SC Whisperer. Now, waking up this morning to a notification that Tom Sankster has revealed a new team. Uh, I dropped a review with the Rugby League Guru a few weeks ago, uh, but there's an updated team now, so thought I'd give you guys my look. For anyone that's new to Supercoach, Tom Sankster is kind of the figurehead for the Daily Telegraph team and their Supercoach compartment. Um, he's going to be the guy that you're going to see a lot on their videos, a lot on their articles, uh, just a guy that's, that's very prominent in the community, cops a fair bit of slack, but I really enjoy the stuff he puts out, it helps new guys get into the game and, and gives them a good platform to work off. Up top, we have Damien Cook, 621k, uh, set up four, set it again, don't mind, don't mind Cook, don't love it, don't hate it, I think he's going to start a little bit slow as he does in most years, but... Yeah, look, it's a safe option. Next hooker is Connor Watson, and he's traded him, him for Jake Simpkins. Now, look, I like this pick. I think Connor Watson will be the buy of the year. Uh, at Locke, I think he's going to play big minutes with the news that Lachlan Fitzgibbon is out with uh, surgery. I think that's only going to help uh, his rotation. Could definitely see Watson giving Braley a spell uh, and Barnett moving back to 13. So, yeah, I really, really like Connor Watson. I think he will be the buy of the year. Front row options. He has gone with Tino for Sua Malawi. Uh, I've said it before. I'm not too sure how high the ceiling is for Tino. Uh, I think he may have peaked if he if he improves. I don't expect it to be by a huge amount. I expect a sort of 55 average. Still making a little bit of coin, but I don't think it's warranted to have it in your side. Next is Christian Welch, 553k. Really like Welch. Uh, I think he's in for a big year in terms of production. I think he's going to step up this year and uh, and really take over the leadership role that Melbourne uh, front row pack is becoming one of the best front rowers in the game uh, in my opinion he just gets through work no nonsense um, really showed his class and origin too so uh, bloke has a really good PPM and just needs the minutes to to improve so really think that uh, he's in for a good year and the bench options are Spencer Lino and Stefano Utoimakano now I've said it before these guys are going to make good cash going to make you a little bit of coin uh, these guys won't be reserve options for you but They'll, uh, they'll be there for, for 10, 12 rounds, making you good money, and then you can probably look to move them on uh, through Origin. The back row, he's gone with two guns. He's gone with Cameron McInnes and Jason Tamalolo. Now, in terms of guns, these are probably the two out of the four that I would rank third and fourth. I think there are two better options for your, your back row, but obviously these guys are a safe pair of hands. Cam McInnes will get you 65-plus each week just in tackles, and if he moves to 13, then, um, yeah, look, he's, he's only got more upside the reports are that he will move to the Sharks before the end of the year, so keep that as a lookout. It might be a little bit of a hindrance, 
as the Sharks have such such a stacked forward pack, he might see some reduced minutes. But at the Dragons, I still think he's a, a critical part of that team and, and will definitely pump out scores all year. As for Jason Tamalolo, uh, yeah, bloke has averaged 70 the last four years. There is some talk that he will play reduced minutes. I don't see this really affecting him too much. He played 61 minutes last year and still averaged over 70. So the bloke's got an incredible PPM. And even at 55 minutes, I still think he's going to get through just as much work um, that will help him sort of not gas out so much. So McInnes and Tamalolo, not bad picks. Uh, probably just not the ones that I would be looking at for your two guns. His next options are Jackson Ford and Jordan Rickey. Now, I'm really, really high on Jackson Ford. Uh, I'm a little bit higher on uh, Andrew Davey. Um, but, yeah, Jackson Ford, we know what he's done coming home last year. All reports are that he'll win an edge spot, which is uh, which is fantastic for owners. I think he's going to make some really good coin. He's going to make some really good scores. And definitely a sneaky reserve option that you can put the R on as well. As for Jordan Rickey, Look, I was very, very high on Ricky. I'll make it no secret that I thought he was a must-have, but but reports are coming out that he may not win that edge spot. And I think at 277k, there's other options you can pick that are come off, you know, come off the bench for their team as well. So, look, I'll make it no secret I was extremely high on Ricky, but uh, the more I think about it, the more I might look to leave him out of the side if he isn't named. And he has Sean Bloor. He's gone from Joe Simpson to Sean Bloor. Look, I like this move from Sankster. Uh, Sean Bloor at 210k, he'll come off the bench, same as Ricky, but um, is 60k cheaper, you can free up the cash elsewhere, so Bloor's going to get some decent game time, I don't think he'll start, but yeah, make some good cash for owners, and another center wing cash cow that we're blessed with. Halfback, he has gone with Nathan Cleary and Sam Walker, look, I'm not going to touch on Cleary, we know what the bloke did, he was 15 points clear of the next best half in Cherry Evans, so Cleary for me is the number one option, but he's moved Chanel Harris to be to Sam Walker now. The reports this morning come out that Lachlan Lamb will win the 7 jersey. I've uh, been saying that to you guys since I started the page a month ago, that Sam Walker won't be getting started this year. Um, so, not too sure why he's there. But, uh, yeah, look, I don't think he'll see much game time. That's kind of a placeholder. If he does jag a bench spot, I, I doubt it. There's other forward rotations that they need. Sam Verrills as well. So, look, I think this one will either be enough or Sangster will have to move Walker out. 5-8th, he has gone Cam Munster. Now, we made a post on Munster uh, two nights ago saying that the bloke was one on one leg all last year and still averaged 70. Uh, Matt Moylan is another one that he's picked. And look, I'm high on Moylan. If I'm not going to run two gun 5-8s, then Moylan is my next best option. I think at 5-8th, he's going to free up and not have those hamstring issues. He doesn't have to go at full speed. He can be a bit more creative and, and really jag some points. Like I said yesterday, he could probably get the goal kicking too. No one that comes to my mind that will kick at the Sharks. It just is whether his hamstring will hold up. So two really good 5-8 options here from uh, Sangster. He's gone cheap and expensive, so don't hate that. Center wings, he's gone Jake Avarillo, Charlie Staines, David Fusatua, Max Fiego, Bailey Simonson, and Tessie New, and James Roberts. Now, all these guys are, are really good picks apart from Staines. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I'm not keen on Staines. It's just I'm not sure what his base output is going to be like. Obviously, Penrith lose Josh Mansour, who was one of the best runners from the back of play. So, set of wings, he's gone cheap. Um, I actually yeah, rate this. You guys know how much I don't favor center wings. One that stands out to me is Jake Avarillo. Bloke did an average below uh, 50 playing 80 minutes, and all reports are that he'll get the sixth jersey, which uh, which I really rate out next to Flanagan. So, 
Really good center picks from him. No one that I can really fault. Obviously, Max Fiege, he has swapped around with Braden Williami now. Come teamless Tuesday, I expect one of those two to get named. So whoever does, uh, they're pretty interchangeable in my opinion. And at fullback, we have gone with James Tedesco and Tom Travojevic. No surprises here. Uh, we know what Teddy's done. 90 average last year, phenomenal. Turbo on his day, he could average that as well. So it's just a case of whether Turbo can stay fit. Uh, I like that he's found the cash to get uh, two gun fullbacks in. A lot of the guys that are running Tedesco seem to struggle with uh, getting in a another big fullback. I think he'll have to make some changes. Looking at that side, I don't expect there to be much cash left to be in the kitty. But uh, looking at that, he'll have to make some changes around Sam Walker. And one of those guns might have to go down. If one of them does have to go, uh, it might be Christian Welch or it might be Tino. Um, I'd hope it's Tino. I think there's some other options that are cheaper that can free up him some cash to, to fix up that uh, halfback spot. But look, the more these guys keep putting articles out, the more I'm going to keep reporting on it. But uh, yeah, for everything now, guys, that's it. And keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That'll knock a jacket potato out of you, that. And the cheese and the coleslaw.